Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this on a Tuesday night, Valentine's night, the Kings final game before a long nine game all-star break is here. The Kings go to the Valley of the Sun and fall in Phoenix 120 to 109. The Sun's big three for now of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton were really, really good. The Kings defense had some nice moments and then a lot of bad moments in this one, and they fall on the road against a very talented and scary Suns team. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan, who is on the freeway right now. She's driving back from San Francisco, where she was hosting Kings pre- and post-game on NBC Sports California with Kenny Thomas. Hi, Mo. Hi, Deuce. Tough one tonight. Kings head yeah. to the All-Star break at 32 and 25, seven games above 500 at the break. The number three seed in the Western Conference, even after this loss, but the Suns are coming, and they're coming fast. Kevin Durant was in the building tonight. He got a standing ovation for the fans in Phoenix. They must be pretty excited because you look at some of the weapons the Suns do have. You add KD to the fold. It could be absolutely frightening for the Western Conference. But this Kings game uh, was tough. It, the Kings hung in there, and it felt like they lost to a better, more experienced, more physical team. And I thought that one of the biggest things tonight was, especially in the first half, the Kings' inability to score at all in the paint because of DeAndre Ayton and that Suns defense. And on the other side, the Kings had zero answer for DeAndre Ayton tonight. Dude, he looks locked in right now. He must feel pretty after that trade for KD was made because, one, he's still on this squad. Two, it just gives him another reason to push through whatever drama was there to try and get this championship while KD is getting healthy. He finished with 29 points. He had 11 rebounds. He did it on 13 of 17 shooting. And, I mean, he was hitting some tough ones. There were some wide-open ones he got. There was ones where he just absolutely scored on Sabonis without any trouble whatsoever. Sabonis really struggled with him trying to slow down eight tonight. And on the other hand, so Sabonis got his Sabonis had some beautiful post moves inside on Aiden. Uh, he finished with 24 points, 15 rebounds, seven dimes. He was seven of 12 shooting 10 of 10 from the free throw line with Sabonis. But yeah, it, the Kings really struggled with this son's 
offense that I felt like was doing a good job pushing the pace. And the biggest thing that we talked about when the Kings really struggle defensively is when these teams are able to get those paint touches and then the ball gets moving. All of a sudden, the Kings collapse in the paint. The Suns are a pretty smart team. They've got vets on the team. They get the ball moving around. And all of a sudden, the Kings defense is just trying to recover. And they relate a lot tonight. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, you talk about them being late a lot. You talk about what they didn't do defensively. You just had such strong offensive players, too, that knew how to navigate the floor no matter where the Kings were, too, right? Like, you saw how many times Devin Booker split defenses and then the pick and roll with Chris Paul, who ended up with 19 assists. Like, he was dropping dimes left and right, making everyone's life a little bit easier. They were crushing the Kings defense. The Kings defense that isn't amazing anyway so for them to stay in it like they did that's where I think I was like okay I'm not super mad tonight yeah they competed and I think on a positive note the Kings did get the three-point shot falling a little bit better, but it wasn't as good in the second half they end up being 14 of 38 from three in this game and that's up from what they've been doing they've been at like nine per game over the last 10 games which has been tough I thought the good news over some of that stretch, especially that game against Dallas on Saturday night, was they find different ways to win. Okay, we're going to attack this team in the paint. They don't have the size. We're going to score 70-plus points in the paint. But tonight, when you've got Aiton down there and they have a good Suns defense that's long, you got vets like Torrey Craig, Josh Okogie plays with force. Uh, the Kings were outscored in the paint 62-40. to 40. The Kings were 20 of 37 on shots in the paint tonight. Wow. Yeah, it, that was that was tough to see. I mean, you saw so many bunnies just not go in there, but also DeAndre Aiden just gives him so much love with his ability to just, I don't know, be big, be long, disrupt in the paint, make everyone's life a little bit harder. And it wasn't just him. Like, it was hard for the Kings to get to their spots. De'Aaron Fox still did a fantastic job going downhill and getting in there at times, but that's not where these guys were creating tonight. If anything, it was like from the mid-range trying to do some dribble handoffs and some screens and just trying to hit their outside shots. Yeah, and Aiden, when he plays inspired, he looks like a different player. And this season's been a little rocky for him. But in the month of February... He's averaging 24 points, 10 rebounds per game for the Suns, just under two assists. He's doing it on 71% shooting. I mean, if that's the type of eight you're going to get, it's going to be scary for the West. You know, it, I, he, he just felt disciplined. He felt like, okay, I can get you in a variety of ways. I'm going to go inside, get deep position, but he gets the Kings on the short roll. He could pull up on a little mid range and that makes it tough too, right? Like Sabonis is trying to, Sabonis came out on him a couple of times and contested it well, but so, you know, Aiden is so long and he's got a really high release too, which makes it tough to defend. He was locked in. Yeah, no, I mean, he's someone who, like you said, plain inspired. Um, he really looks good, looks super dominant out there. And I think his length on both ends of the floor is what really <laughs> helps him on a whole different level, whether it's him just vertical and 
making the bonuses life hard on the offensive end, or like you said, that high release, he can kind of step back and get the space that he needs, and it has pretty finesse to it. And this is another example, too, of the Kings not having any legitimate size. Or they do. I mean, they do. They just don't play it, right? Like, I'm watching tonight, and they put Metu in. Metu ends up playing in this game 10 minutes. Sabonis got most of the work. Sabonis ends up playing 37 minutes in this game. I think that's too much, ideally. I feel like his minutes should be lower. Uh, Namias Cato was with the team tonight, and I'm not saying they should have played him, but it's just interesting that you're th- the three players who get DNPs tonight, Rashawn Holmes, Alex Len, and Namias Keda. All guys with size, you know? And I just, what I don't, the one thing, if I'm going to be critical over this stretch of the season, and we're going to get to some of the good stuff tonight because there was some good, and we're going to look back at kind of where the Kings are here at the All-Star break, is I just, I, I, I don't believe that Rashawn Holmes is not better than Metu. I can't believe that Alex Len is that much worse than Chemeze Metu, right? Like, it, yeah. it, if he's not giving you what you need, you got to try these other guys. You know, like, Namias, he gets in foul trouble, but even his size tonight, I don't know. Like, if Metu isn't doing the job and Aiden's in there, like, throw him in there, uh, you know? I think I think sometimes with Nimi, like, you you – you don't want it to be deflating every time, like, if he's going to have these quick foul type of games, and that's why you're just like, hey, he's so raw, this isn't a get this, I don't want to put him against an athletic big out there, whatever. That's fine. But you're right about Rashawn. Like, he's a guy that has experience and has the ability to, I don't know, hold his own and be in the rotation and actually make an impact. And the only reason why I say that is from the past of even when he was in that Lakers game and showed up, stayed ready. And I just believe that he is capable of doing more, even if it is being out there for that length. He played 10 minutes tonight, Metsu, and he did not have a rebound. And he didn't give him much today. But I don't know, you know, it's just, it's it's still a whole, I've even made the case playing Lyles at small ball five makes some sense, and we saw that late in the overtime game against Dallas. I would not have recommended that against this Suns lineup, you know, with Aiton out there. Like, may, that would have been probably too challenging for him to defend Aiton. But then again, like, maybe it pulls Aiton out on the three-point line because Lyles can hit the three and then put the ball on the floor. Maybe he can blow by him. But, you know, Ain's got such great length, too, which makes it challenging. I don't know. I just felt like they were getting killed by Aiden tonight and throwing some legitimate size on him, especially if Sabonis can get a little bit of a rest, would have been nice because Sabonis is not only is he dealing with what Aiden can do offensively, he's also dealing with getting all that attention from the Suns, who were ultra-physical with him. Like, I mean, the amount of contact he got tonight inside trying to finish, he was drawing so much attention every time. Yeah, that was – um. you're talking – wait, you're talking about DeAndre Ayton, right? No, I was talking about how, like, with Sabonis, like, it's just tough because he's got to deal with Ayton on, like, trying to defend him. And then on the other end, he's, he's oh. trying to score with all these guys all over him. Yeah, no, no, no. That was that 
pretty nuts when you saw him with the amount of Suns jerseys that would collapse in the paint, and he was still trying to go to work. But that's why you weren't seeing a lot of points in the paint, too. There was so much disruption. Um, shots were being missed, but also because there was some good defense on these guys, making their life harder. But that's why in a night like this, though, too, it was great to see that they were knocking down some of those shots from the outside because they, they literally needed to knock those down if they were going to put any points on the board. Yeah, that's what kept them in the game. Dude, De'Aaron Fox was tremendous. I mean, De'Aaron tonight finishes with 35 points, 12 of 22 shooting. He was 4 of 7 from 3. His double-digit free throw attempts comes to an end, but he still got there and shot eight of them, seven of eight from the line in this game. And yeah, he knocked down four. Kevin Herter got back on track with a three-point shot. He had four of nine, gave the Kings 18. Uh, and then Terrence Davis came in firing his first shot, like right away, right when he touched the ball, he launched it, knocked it in. Uh, TD had 11 points off the bench, three of five shooting. So yeah, the Kings end up hitting 14 threes in this game. But I think the other thing that killed him tonight too was and we'll get to the good. The turnovers, 17 turnovers turned into 25 points, and that kills your defense too. When you're already not a good defensive team, all of a sudden you start turning the ball over, you get cross matches everywhere. Even in the first half, they had a couple of turnovers where Devin Booker was like already prepared to lay it up and in, and that's that's brutal. Yeah, the, the turnovers, I mean, there was a few possessions there toward like the third quarter, second half, where – it was possession after possession after possession. It was just a turnover by the Kings. And it was them not taking care of it, plus some good defense being played. But I don't care. Like, be more locked in and be ready for that type of intensity, that type of defense coming at you. The Kings were just not doing a good job of taking care of the basketball, staying sloppy. And you look at the score of this game, if they didn't have those sloppy moments, they were hitting their outside shots. They could have kept this thing much closer. And, and then I was starting to think, too, about Booker. And I know this is probably looking into it way too much. But, like, last time they played Booker when he scored 44 points on them in November, they started Harrison Barnes on him. Then they switched to KZ. Then they had, like, TD, maybe Mitchell. Even Keegan got a stretch. Um I don't know. I thought tonight was interesting because they let Herter defend him. And I just think that's a terrible matchup. You're just setting yourself up. And, you know, Booker's ability to just blow by guys and get to the basket or get into the paint, He's he's got such a nice first step. And, of course, he has the handles. He can shoot it. He's an all-NBA level player when he's completely healthy. And he would have been an all-star had he been healthy this year. And I just thought, you know... Herter did some nice things where even when Booker did blow by, he there'd be a deflection. And Herter did have three blocks tonight, which led the game, which is crazy. I just felt like they could have given him some different looks. I know TD got on him, but like putting more Davion on him or even Fox or Keegan. And like Keegan had some nice moments defensively trying to make life more difficult for Booker in uh, that first game. The one other thing that we did see tonight on Booker was we saw Kessler Edwards make his Kings debut in the second half. He came into this game um, late in the third quarter, and I actually thought he did some nice things defensively. Yeah, it was great that he even got some time out there. I mean, what did he end up playing? How many minutes? 11? 9? Yeah, ten min he played 10 minutes tonight. Okay, 10 minutes tonight. It was just nice to, that he finally got some action out there. You, get, you got to really see what a long player he is, you know, and he's still so young that um, who knows 
what they're going to do with him, but obviously he got in there before some of the other guys that have been on the bench for a while. I think he earned more minutes. Now, whose minutes does he take? That's the bigger question. But, you know, you're looking for guys that are long, who have size at the wing spot. You know, does he... Does he dip into some of uh, HB's minutes? I don't know. I mean, I think the one negative tonight uh, with the lineup, too, would be Keegan only played 20 minutes. And I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what he did wrong. Um, He had six points. He had five rebounds. He also had six assists tonight, and he did it in 20 minutes. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I just look at him, and I he didn't – he came out in the third quarter and didn't return. They took him out at the five seventeen mark, and he didn't come back into the game. Huh. I wonder why. I didn't really notice him out there. Um, I mean, just for me, and maybe maybe that was just the way I was watching the game. I didn't notice him out there, and even when I noticed, like, his six points, I was like, huh, that's not, you know, that wasn't a, a, a great impact game from Keegan, but you're right. When it comes to Kevin Herter, I know he had three blocks and he had some other pretty good defensive moments out there, even in that, that one when Devin Booker was trying to go downhill and transition and he swiped at it and got it to go off Devin Booker's thigh. But like then there's other times where he was on him and, and Book would just like point at the lane like, yep, that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go to that spot. I'm going to go down the lane here. And it was just really ugly defense. And there's no help defense either. But, yeah, I don't know why Keegan didn't get more of that opportunity then. Uh, Booker, by the way, finishes with 32 points. He did it on 13 of 20 shooting. He did not even attempt a three in this game. That's crazy. Yeah. Suns were just 7 of 22 from three in the game, but Zero problem winning this game. They went 120 to 109. Ended up shooting 56% in the game. So there's some good in this for Sacramento. I think the good tonight was De'Aaron Fox again. I mean, De'Aaron, since he's come back over the last five games since uh, his baby was born, 30 points a game. And he's being efficient. Him knocking down the three tonight I thought was big time. He was great. Yeah, dude, there's time watching him play. Now... I, I, I don't think it's necessary to compare, but you're seeing a guy like Devin Booker who's out there getting to his spot, uh, scoring at an elite level. You're starting to see De'Aaron Fox do that more and more consistently, not only in, like, crunch time minutes, but throughout a game now where it doesn't matter if it's a step back three or a mid-range shot or just going downhill, he's, he's like almost unstoppable at times. And I think we talked about this a little bit today, that being a different tier of NBA player. And you put the, the Devin Bookers up there. You put those guys up there. And De'Aaron Fox is definitely on his way. He's, he's taking a step. And there's no denying it at this point. And I'm excited to see what he does down the stretch run because he is playing. He had one bad stretch this year, but since then he's been pretty steady. I don't want people to get scared when I act like like I'm thinking, yeah, oh, why is Devin Booker now? It's, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, he's going in that direction. Um, you want to hear some Mike Brown, Morgan? We haven't heard Mike Brown tonight. You want to hear some Mike Brown? Let's, get, right, let's hear Mike Brown uh, tonight after this Kings loss in Phoenix. 
And here's what he had to say. Um, and seemed like almost every 50-50 ball that uh, was bouncing on the ground, they dove on the ground and came up with them. Um, you know, obviously having 17 turnovers on the road uh, kills it because a good team like that makes you pay uh, for every turnover. Um, and especially the unforced ones. We had a handful of unforced turnovers, and uh, as soon as it happened, you know, they, they broke like, mad and got out the other way and made us paid for it um you know they, they only had eight offensive rebounds but um uh they were extremely efficient tonight because after the rebound we you know didn't get the shooters or didn't find enough find bodies in time but uh to have eight offensive rebounds for 20 second chance points i don't know if i've ever seen that before uh so we did a decent job of boxing out we just didn't um uh, we just didn't do a good job of finding bodies the right way uh, once they got uh, an offensive rebound. And, you know, give Chris Paul credit. Uh, hey, man, well of a game, 19 assists. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 17 points, 19 assists. He played well. Uh, I thought Josh Okogie really impacted the game and, and, and had a great game for him. Um, you know, and then obviously, you know, Buck is Buck, but uh, – Give those guys a lot of credit. Big win uh, for Phoenix. Uh, we have to go into the break and uh, try to take care of ourselves while uh, keeping our mind right, um, knowing that uh, we got a long road ahead coming back after the break. So um, we just want to keep building on uh, some of the good habits that we established uh, throughout the course of the year so far and and then see if we can get a little bit better in, in, in some of the areas that uh, uh, we have to work a little bit harder in. You mentioned after the two games against Dallas that that was a learning experience yep. given the, the caliber of competition, and you had sort of a new series, I guess. But what, what do you learn from a game like this where you play another team that's that's potentially contending in the West, and what can you take from it given it was a road game? Well, the biggest thing it, it should tell us is that uh, you can't beat yourself. And, and I'm not saying that they ha didn't have anything to do with it. What I mean by that is it, you can't have unforced turnovers against a good team like this on the road. Uh, if there are 50-50 balls bouncing around on the ground, you got to want it more than them, so you got to be the first one on the, on the floor to get to it, and you got to you know, come up with it. Um, hey, keep doing a, a, a job of boxing out. They're an athletic, long team that uh, is physical when it comes to offense rebounding, but now – um, don't stop playing and, and really communicate and fly around trying to find bodies because uh, they'll make you pay if you don't. So all the little things that you know you may uh, not have to focus on against some other teams, against a good team like this in their building, uh, you have to be able to do those things in order to get a win. And um, you know it, it's it's what you'll experience in the playoffs because. Um, the team that uh, usually wins the possession game, you know, plays the most mistake-free basketball, is going to have a chance to win because both teams usually uh, at that point can score. Was playing Kessler a function of the way things were going defensively, trying to defend Booker, and, and was there a plan coming into today to, to give him a look in the second half? Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to give him a look. He's got size, and uh, he seems to have some toughness and some physicality to him on the defense end of the floor. And uh, I just wanted to see, uh, uh, you know, no, nobody can 
stop a guy like Buck. You just want to try to make him work, you know, as hard as you can uh, in order to get to his spots and to get looks. And, you know, I thought Kessler uh, did a good job of it. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if uh, what I felt watching the game and right now uh, is the same after I watched the, the, the game on tape, you know. But, um, um, we, you know, we talked about throwing him out there or Keon out there, and we just went with the bigger body and, and, and Kessler. And, you know, for the minutes that he played, I thought he was, was pretty good. Coach, there were times where they would extend the lead to double figures and you guys would battle back and not quite get over the hump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know they're, they're a veteran savvy team with a lot of big game playoff experience, and uh, very seldom will a team like that, especially when you have uh, a, a guy like Chris Paul running their team, is going to beat themselves. So, you know the, the runs that we went on. Uh, we're a testament to our guys just trying to continue fighting and finding a way to get a win on the road. Uh, but, you know, a lot of times it may, uh, w- when it did occur, uh, you know, Monty did a great job taking a timeout and regrouping. Or Chris Paul did a, g- a great job of just settling the group down and knowing where to go with the basketball. And um, that was that was a lot of uh, the, the times that uh, we couldn't get over the hump, or a lot of reasons why we didn't, couldn't get over the hump. So there's Mike Brown there, post-game. Uh, Morgan, God, that one stat he had was insane. Because I was looking at the second chance points, I'm like, oh, 20 to 14, that's not great. They had the advantage. But that was on eight offensive... What do you say on that? Let me just double-check if I'm reading that right. They had eight offensive rebounds. That's crazy. They were 8 of 10 on second chance points. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's a brutal way. That's that's definitely brutal. Um, uh, he was also asked about Kessler, giving a look, said he looked all right. Look, I thought Kessler had some nice moments. Booker did get it by him once, which, I mean, it's Evan Booker. You expect him to be able to make plays. But I, I thought Kessler made a case that, like, hey, I – you need some stops out there? You need some length? Put them out there. Yeah, and Mike Brown kind of said what you said, too, about how he's like, yeah, I thought the minutes he played um, were some good minutes, and I think he's glad that he got to actually use them in an NBA game and not just see him at practice. So, uh, again, his length is going to come in handy. Terrence Davis had a very interesting night because I felt like he came in and gave the Kings a huge spark again. Just coming in, knocking down some shots, making some nice defensive plays. He's playing aggressive. He picks up his fourth foul in the third, and he was clearly frustrated. Like, you saw players and coaches trying to be like, hey, man, you're good, you're good. He was really upset by the call, and it seemed like after that moment, it all fell apart for him in the game. He had, like, three consecutive turnovers at one point. It was like... and then Brown had to call a timeout. I felt like he was just, he kind of just lost his focus in that situation. Yeah, I, you know, and that's going to happen to players, of course, but TD already plays with a chaotic energy at times. Yeah, and if it's yeah, not yeah. under control, it's out of control, right? And when it's out of control, it's funny. You don't see him for a lot of guys at this level. Um, lose, I don't even want to say lose their cool like that, but like you can just tell mentally it's just like 
they're 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 screwed with. Like it's just like it's hard for them to reel it back in, and um, you feel bad for them in that moment. But at the same time, it's hey, coaches, everyone tries getting them back into it. It was just it was just really hard. Appreciate everyone watching us live right now on YouTube.com slash Deuce and Deuce and Mo podcast. Is that what it's called? I totally butchered that. I'm so used wow. to saying YouTube. Oh my god, that's a turnover. Dude, as I, if that is a turnover. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna say Sacktown Sports 11:40. We're not on that. We're on Deuce and Mo. Oh, yeah. God. Appreciate yeah. you guys watching our channel. Hit the thumbs up button and subscribe for awesome content. I appreciate you guys for being here so much. Let's get to well over 150 thumbs up. Appreciate that. We got to talk about uh, the Kings at the All-Star break and uh, a lot of other stuff, too. We should mention, though, that tonight is brought to you by our friend over at Guaranteed Rate and Rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. There's Shawnee Poo there. Uh, if you're looking to buy a house, Sean is your guy, Morgan Reagan. He is the right person because he is going to shoot you straight. He's not just going to be like, hey, yeah, we can get you any house. No problem. It's like, can you afford a house? Hit him up. Do you have what everything in line ready to go? Are you prepared? When should you be prepared to purchase a house? He's going to walk you through the steps and make sure you're making the right decision, Morgan. Yeah. Um, are you throwing this one at me? I can't see you, so it's just really hard. <laughs> Oh, dude, I have no idea if you're throwing this on me or not. Yeah, that's why I said he has everything you need, Morgan. Oh, yeah. That that, that was your cue to be like, hey, man, Sean's a pretty awesome guy, man. Big Kings fan. Like, he'll help you through the process. Dude, it's really hard while we're driving. Usually, you usually just miss the guaranteed rate, and you usually just do it. So I was just like, oh, Deuce has got it right now. But Sean is great, and Sean can help anyone with anything. Huge Kings fan and a great human being. So go to his website, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield today uh, to connect with Sean and his team and access the tools that will make your purchase or refinance experience positively different. You can also call or text him at 916-276-7563. That's 916-276-7563. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Thanks so much to our friends over at... Guaranteed. Right. Guaranteed. Right. Uh, all right, Morgan. So we have reached the all-star break. The Kings now have nine days off at the break. Thank God. Yes. Thank God. Yeah, they need it. I mean, I think everyone can need, needs it at this point in time. It's been a long year. You're now 57 games in, but they reached the All-Star break, seven games above 500. Uh, Morgan, I put the poll question up. Kings are 35, or excuse me, 32 and 25 at the break. What grade would you give them? The options A, B plus, B, anything lower doesn't make sense. What do you think the winner is at this point? I think people are going to be like tough graders, tough teachers out there, and I think they're going to give them a B. A what? A B. A B, okay, okay. Well, 40s. I know, I know my answer. Well, and yours is at what? A. 46% of people have voted. Vote for A. Yay! 34% say B+. 
16% say B, and then 4%, the trolls out there put uh, anything lower doesn't make sense, but they clicked it for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's, for me, I, I don't know how you don't give them an A based on expectations. There are 32 wins. They're on pace to be a playoff team, be in the top six. That's an incredible feat for a team that most people thought would be a play-in team if that so they have one of the best offenses in the nba they have two nba all-stars they have keegan murray going to the rising stars game and kevin herter shooting a career high from three-point land at 39 percent on track to hit the most threes he's ever had in his career he's in the three-point shootout like it's great it's great now it doesn't mean they're a championship team it doesn't mean that they're going to go for a deep run in the playoffs, we all know their holes. We just spent time talking about what went down in this Suns game. But the reality is they have exceeded, I think, everyone's expectations. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's why it should be an A. I think a lot of people, too, sometimes go off of prisoner of the moment, what happens. I, oh, they lost to the Suns. Yeah, the Suns, a good team. Like, no one has seen this team with Kevin Durant. You know what this team is pretty much right now, um, except they've already lost, you know, some of their other key piece guys in that trade. But still, for the Kings to be where they are right now in the Western Conference uh, and playing the style of basketball that they're playing, it's just so, so impressive. And I'm just so easily giving them an A. 32 and 25. It just sounds so good. It just sounds so good. It sounds so refreshing. Last year, we were ending the season with a team that won 30 games. Yeah. Now, it's, um, sometimes I put it in the perspective of just, like, I don't know. Like, we just, all of us, when I say we, we just all deserve this type of basketball, but on top of that, it's that it's like translating into wins this early is where I just am in awe of what's been going on this season. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of everyone on the team right now. Fox obviously is an A all-star. Sabonis is an A. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of great production they've received this year. I would say the one disappointment as we reach the all-star break, Davion Mitchell played nine minutes and 36 seconds tonight. And it just doesn't feel like he can find a role on this team. He hasn't been able to knock down shots. He was 0 for 3 tonight. And you know how I feel about Davion. That guy's a dog, man. This guy gets after it, plays great defense. But, you know, the flashes we saw at the end of last year when he was kind of running the team at the end of the season, the Kings were out of it and... You know, Sabonis and Fox are out. We just haven't seen that level of offense or aggressiveness, that same type. And I think it's been challenging for him just playing these these shorter stints where it's like, hey, you may you're gonna play three minutes and Fox is gonna come back in. I mean, he played nine minutes tonight. And that was with Monk out. Dude, and that's uh, wow, I didn't even think about that point uh when I was talking about this earlier. But yeah, that's a great point. No monk tonight and he still didn't get those minutes that he needs to make an impact, right? But 
what's sad is that even in the small amount of minutes, like we've seen him capable of making an impact. He has such a short leash that if he isn't efficient in that time that he's out there and or making things happen on either end of the floor, Mike Brown goes like, you're done, you're done. And then you see other nights where like he, he has a different – a different energy with him. He vibes with him, and he's like, oh, yeah, you've got this. You're, you're our leader out there. Let's go carry this team a little bit with your defense, with with the way that you're you're making things happen on the offensive end. I don't know. I don't know when I feel like this drop-off really has been because we've seen some good games from Davion this year, even in short shorter minutes. But I feel like lately it's been, it's been worse. And – I think one of my big concerns in the final stretch run of the season, like it's these games, the importance level of these games after the break, it's at another level now, right? Like you're talking about playoff positioning. You're trying, you're trying to avoid the playing. You're trying to stay in the top six. All these teams around you made trades and all that. You didn't really make any big trade. The, The trade you made was for Kessler Edwards and who knows, maybe he can help in a small way for this team. But when you look at tonight, what we're talking about lately is Davion Mitchell, your backup point guard, has not been effective. And then for this almost entire year, you have not been able to find a legitimate backup five that you can trust. Those are your, those are your two best players that obviously, in a perfect world, are going to play a lot of minutes. But man... Like, if you don't have legitimate backups behind them or guys you could trust to impact the game, that's a little troublesome for you down the stretch run, especially if, you know, those guys are tired or those guys get banged up. Like, you have to be able to trust it. Now, some of this will help when Malik Monk comes back, coming off the bench, and, you know, he's handled, in a way, the backup point guard duties, right? Like, he has been, like, the, the ball handler, even with Mitchell out there. Um, so that will help things. But again, you're talking about a situation where your two best players don't have backups that the, the coaching staff really trusts at this point. Yeah, that's, it's pretty surprising, too, because it's like you said in the beginning of our night chat. It's like, it's hard to believe that that they believe that Rashawn Holmes isn't capable of playing in those minutes, you know? It's like, I I don't know. And and I say that because, again, we just saw him play in that game against the Lakers when he stepped up. Wait, hold on. Sorry, dude. Are are you okay? Yeah, yeah, sorry. There's there's chaos going on. Um, Careful. Drive safe. Was, I was good. I was good. There was just like a crazy person, and then, um, and then construction. Um, anyway, it, I look at that game with Rashawn Holmes, and then I look at like how he produced in that one. And I. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. 
Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Look at Daniel Mitchell. It's in the moment that he has shined. It's just hard to believe that these guys couldn't be a little bit of that answer and step up. And if they're not that answer, then why weren't tweaks made at the trade deadline? Uh, let's get to, uh, we need to catch up to some of the chat. I realize I've neglected the chat tonight. Let's uh, catch Aww. up on some chat. Uh, looks like some people are grading us. Shane says Deuce gets an A- minus due to his average knowledge. Thank you. Uh, Force goes Fabio. Mo, A+, plus, Kings, B+, plus, Deuce, C+. Plus. I didn't know we were getting grades at this hour. Okay, that's just great. Uh, Scotty says Davion is on the block. I mean, I don't know if he's on the block or not, but, I mean, he's he's been out of the rotation um nosebleed seats man i've not seen this name says uh the kings are going to end up sixth or seventh the consequences of not improving the roster in season their starters are going to gas down the stretch trying to keep up yeah i don't even know like i i think fox has shown the ability to play heavy mints and he'll probably be fine um i think the guy I'm most concerned with is is Sabonis because of all the attention and he draws. Like he gets he gets banged around a lot down there. Yeah, I I he definitely needs help from a physical standpoint. Like there's no way that that is uh, sustainable for you know for any for anybody that is going to play yeah. the style of basketball he plays, right? But then again, you say that same thing, too, when it comes to De'Aaron Fox and his speed and playing consistently on both ends of the floor. How many times did we talk about, man, I think he saved it, his energy for, um, you know, for the, the, the offensive end instead of the defensive end. And it's really like he found a way to push through and do it on both ends of the floor and all four quarters now is coming together more and more, but there's still going to come a time now in these long seasons. That's where you make the tweaks early on. So then you're not making the tweaks out of desperation. Man. Well, let's, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see how, if they do maybe think about the buyout market at all. I just don't know what that would be. I know Will Barton's out there. I know, like, John Wall. I just don't think John Wall can play much anymore. Um, I don't know. And it would ha- you'd have to obviously get rid of someone, too, to do that. I just, I-, I do get a little concerned that later in the season, like, who is, if Sabonis gets in foul, Sabonis gets in foul trouble. The guy has fouled out more than anybody in the league. He's got the most offensive fouls in the league, the most personal fouls in the league. Come playoff time, like, what? Who do you feel comfortable? Who do you trust going to in those moments? And like tonight against the Suns, who had DeAndre Ayton, the Kings played Sabonis and Metu. That was it. So. Dude, that's 
just wild. It's it's wild. Those are the games that even in the start of the season we're we're going okay. Like um, Holmes is going to get his time tonight. You know, we're going to see a little Holmes tonight because obviously there's a lot of length in there and they're going to need it. And it's 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 just no, nope. That's not that's not Mike Brown's rotation. That's not his mo. Yeah. GG in the chat says Sabonis just can't defend the paint, LOL. Yeah, I mean, I think the Kings can't defend the paint. I think Sabonis, there's definitely going to be matchups that Sabonis doesn't... Look, Aiton did a great job tonight. He also got Aiton on the other end. But yeah, I mean, I think Aiton has a little bit of a size advantage. And the part of the problem, too, is like you got to be able to defend on the perimeter. You can't be putting Sabonis in bad positions. We've been talking about that for years with the Kings, just putting their bigs in tough positions. We always want to blame the bigs. It's like, it's not always on the bigs. I mean, I think the Kings do need more size. They need more length. They're not a finished product by any means. Like, we know this, but this is kind of where they're at as a team right now. And I would say, like, a player like Kessler Edwards would be on paper when you look at his measurements and all these things you go yeah like that's that's what you're looking for but it's from an experience standpoint and from like a player that can make an impact right now with all those physical attributes that's where you go no it's just not not there yet how far away are you morgan I am one minute away. Oh wow! Okay, cool. We can hang out for a little bit, just a, a little bit longer, because yeah. I yeah, and I think I might I, I'll get some more energy once you're actually here too. You know, yeah, dude, for sure. I got you, dude. I uh, got you. We can get some questions to the ch- from the chat. We can talk about some plans because someone was also asking if we would do an All Star Game night chat following the All Star Game on Sunday night. Um, TBD. TBD. Okay, you know that's fun. You're allowed to say TBD. That's fun. Yeah. No, definitely TBD. Because like I can't anything more in my life. I can't commit to anything more in my life right now. No, I'm just I'm just laughing at us at this point in our in our journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 there, man. All right, well, get inside then. Are you here? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm parking. I'm coming. All right, all right. Well, we'll Bye. see you inside in a second. Morgan's going to be joining us, which will be better in studio. Uh, K.O. says, enjoy your vacation, Deucemo. It's not going to be – there's no real vacation. We're actually – because we do the daily show on Sackdown Sports, we're actually off Friday and Monday. That's, I guess, the time off for now. Um, yeah. But th- I guess there could be a chance we do something Sunday night. I don't know. Look who it is. Morgan Reagan is here. The TV star. Hey, Mo. Yo. Good to have you. Hey, good to be here. Why don't you plug in your your headset? Have a seat, huh? Uh, What's going on? Oh, they want to say hi. What's up? Hey, party people. Let's uh, have an honest talk right now. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, (laughs) we're just going to do this right here. Uh-oh. I mean, we talked about grading this. I feel this. like you're my dad. You're, like, sitting me down. No, I'm just, like, like, we need to have a talk. Well, like, how would you... We talked about grading the Kings. How would you grade tonight's podcast just overall from us tonight? This one? Yeah. I would say, like, a, a B. B minus? 
No, I would say I would entertainment value low. Entertainment value very, very low. low. Very, very low. low. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm glad you admit that if you yeah. felt the way. It's like very informative. Can I informative? Be, some nice like serious takes. Dude, but, and sometimes when I'm in the car, like I think of other things just yeah. because I'm flowing in like, oh yeah, and this is actually what I wanted to get to. But I'll tell you this, we were contemplating too when um when I was done with the show in San Francisco, we're like, should we wait an hour and 15 and, and I get to the studio and we just go live then. And then we're like, no, let's just do a little bit of car and then, um, see if I can get there to, you know, yeah. be here live with everyone. Yeah, you being here live is way better. It and just, it fills my heart. Well, dude. the part of the thing is we used to do <laughs> when Morgan would do the games in San Francisco from the studios, she would do night chat from her laptop there yeah. for like an hour because you didn't have to do the daily show the next day, but that's obviously changed some things. Well, not point. only that, I mean, I was there from nine twenty AM <laughs> to <laughs> just nine, yeah, nine yeah. twenty PM, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, it just didn't, it's like, do I want, I could have, I could have done that. I could have done that, but it also just would have, um, we're trying to work smarter, not harder. And I think there's, I think there's adjustments we need to make, but there will never be an adjustment with this podcast. Yeah. So like that, this is staying forever in this exactly yes. how it is. Yes. So you have nothing to worry about. Do some more podcasts ever. Um, even if we make zero dollars. Oh yeah. Which I mean, yeah, we will do obviously <laughs> we weren't, which was like making it so great and yeah, yeah. fun to do but then there's just like other opportunities and it's like let me throw some extra cash at you and it's like wait i can have a 401k like okay in honor of valentine's day morgan i know you're a huge valentine's day fan right yeah huge <laughs> i also appreciate all these people hanging out with us on valentine's day night are any couples watching us tonight yeah live on youtube probably not um What's the thing you're you're most in love with in this king season? Oh, well, besides, yeah, That's no, that that brings question, me joy. I have an answer. Um, you know, I could say there's like I have a few answers. There's few. There's two specifics, and then there's one overall. Okay. Do you want all three? I do, and I want to say shout out to Luke who's watching with his wife Aww, right now. You guys are thanks, very guys. cool. So cool. if I could marry and be in love with the beam and it was a thing, I would. Um, Mike Brown. Yes, I do. Um, and then the overall thing would just be the the culture. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm using that word yeah. with like substance yeah. and meaning. I feel like that was all mine for sure. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, the beam was number one. The beam is just, how do you not love the what beam? A, what a beautiful thing. It is my thing. Valentine, but the beam. Yeah. Everything about this year has been so much more fun. Yeah. It's just been more fun coming in. And the stakes are going to start getting higher. Like this last stretch of the season, I, I feel like I'm going to be a nervous wreck in this final, whatever, 20-something games. Because you are battling for playoff positioning and you know you know damn well it's Sacramento. It's gonna get close to maybe going into play-in territory. Oh, even if you don't, if even if you think they're gonna be in the top six, which I do think they'll be there now, uh huh. It's gonna get close enough yes. that we're gonna be sweating a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and not to say like obviously I don't want anyone to be injured, remain injured, any of those things ever. But when you hear stories like Zion's injury is gonna mm -hmm. take a little longer, you do go. 
okay, that might give the Kings a little bit more time to keep that spot, to keep that cushion. Um, but there's a lot of adjustments made in the Western Conference, but I'm with you, Deuce. We talked about this today. I'm not as scared as the late of the Lakers as I thought I was going to be after the trade deadline. I didn't finish some of my Valentine's Day stories from earlier. Why? Because I was coming oh. out so strong against Valentine's Day today. And it's not even like... My, my thing on Valentine's... I don't mind that people have a day where they express their love publicly. Sure. You know what? If you're into that, cool. I think what I don't like about the day is everyone like... Or I shouldn't say everyone. A lot of people do the same shit. It's like they What's all the go to the store. They buy a dozen roses oh, yeah. that are like $800. The card, a balloon, some and maybe like, some chocolates. Yeah, and it's like processed it's gross chocolate. Like go go to like Ginger Elizabeth, yeah. you know? Or just like do something different that's not any of those things. That's <laughs> how I look at it. But then I started to reflect back and I was thinking maybe Valentine's Day... My issues with Valentine's Day, there's something deeper behind oh. it. And it was what I referenced earlier about what happened with me in fourth Tiffany. grade. I think it, something happened in third grade, too, where I got denied. I got denied a lot. And then one of the toughest... Shot your shot. One, oh, I definitely shot my shot. One of the toughest Valentine's Days for me, I think I was in eighth grade. I can't it must have been eighth remember grade. these, okay? The, you remember these moments because they hurt. Jesus, okay. So... What happened? I've told I've told this story before, so I'm if if some of you have heard it, my bad. But never forget Valerie. By the way, Valerie, Valerie. I still know her. Very nice person. Okay. She probably has no idea about how this made me feel. Oh but, dear God. <laughs> so I don't even remember this. She went all out for me on eighth grade. Like she got me this Dumbo doll. And oh, why'd you get me Dumbo? Like a Disney, because I had big ears. I, I had big ears. My ears are not big. Like I grew into them. I mean, still big. They're not that big, though. Like yours stick out like a mouse. Mine are kind of normal. So cute. Mouse. She gets me a she got, I remember the Laffy Taffy she got me. She got me a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. I remember I go to my, my, my mom and stepdad. I'm like, hey. Can I get some money to like buy some flowers for my girlfriend for Valentine's Day? Sorry, like we can get you something. They got a single carnation. And I went to school the next day with a single limp ass car. I in my head it was very limp. Okay. It was it was like dot dead already. Like uh -huh. they they found it on the ground outside the grocery store. Like it came out of someone's like boat. Like big they, bouquet. they didn't even buy it. You know, yeah. it was a big bouquet and they they oh well, there, here we go. Or they stole it. There was like tire marks on the wait stand. was it your dad or your mom my stepdad okay so mom. no he probably so no. didn't steal it no um so i gave her the carnation and she was so disappointed I like mean, she was hurt that i she just felt like i should have done more I'm like, i couldn't do more can i that's all i didn't have can money. i say something oh, okay, and can i can i be honest do you really do you want me to be fully honest here we go no 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 yeah, yes yes that unappreciated little bitch <laughs> She's a nice person. No, no. She was an Valerie, grader. it's a freaking flower. Have some class oh. and be thankful you got anything at all. Oh, man. I'm so sorry she did that to you. You don't deserve that. She's a very nice person still to this day. No. I think she was just more disappointed. You know, mm -mm. because it goes to my bigger issue with Valentine's Day. People set themselves up for these grand expectations and they compare everything. Hey, what did your boyfriend get you? Oh, my God. And like everyone, all, all these people are coming with bouquets. I got a dozen roses. I got, I got. I got. And yeah. they're all comparing and then boom, what's up? 
Uh, that's it. That, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's it's just the the expectations, the um, societal. Um, I don't know. Well, pressure. it's kind of like all holidays, though, right? Like, I mean, Christmas is the same but way the where w- people feel like they have to give all these extravagant gifts. I'm much yeah, more that's... like the type. I'm like, I don't need a gift. I, there's, I'm good, man. I'd rather give gifts to like people who could like use a kid. Kid, Christmas is about the kids. I fear my birthday because I hate mm. the the pressure that maybe others. I feel like I'm a burden on my birthday people reaching out to me saying happy but taking the time some maybe even just feel like oh i gotta say happy birthday to her you don't have to like you don't have i mean i never take it personally you know what i mean no like like i'm going for like even like family everything you know what i mean like if you don't want to don't like i don't want to be a burden on my birthday the day i just i came into this world like I don't care. And so I think about any holiday. Yeah, I'm just not a gift person. I am like a show me you love me with just caring about me. That's that's my thing. Just for fun, though, what was your best Valentine's Day ever? There's been none. I can't think of one. Well, you know, you know, it's interesting. The only reason why this is memorable and now it's like really sad. He was my um, like first real boyfriend in like the eighth grade. Um, And what's sad about it, though, is that he just passed away a few months ago. No, no, no. But no, no. Can I tell you, though, some of the most special photos I have with him from the eighth grade, because like we were friends throughout our lives um, growing up. And one of the my favorite photos is because like think about it's your first boyfriend. He didn't get me anything. He didn't do anything. But he wore a tie with some stupid polo on Valentine's Day. And he said, I wore a tie for you. And I just, that's the one Valentine's Day I really remember. Okay. I guess that's cute. Kind of brought us down with the death part. But it's fine. It's fine. But that's why it clicked. Yeah. Morgan, you're back here. Yeah. In studio. Uh So good to have you on Valentine's Day. Just really great. No, thank you. So great. It's it's cool not to just hear the weird phone noise the whole time, too. Oh, of course. Of course not. No, I'm so glad that I'm back in studio. I have a question. Yeah. Favorite Kings moment pre-All-Star break, now that we're at the All-Star break. Which is interesting that you do that because uh, we did that on our post-game. And uh, our producer, Kasim, kept saying, first half... uh, you know, highlights, first half highlights. And I was like, okay, we're going back to the first half of like this King Suns game. So I was like, let's take a look at some of those highlights of the King Suns. And then it's Domas playing against all these different people. And I'm like, oh, I see what we're doing here. So there was a lot of fun plays that they showed, but I would say some of the most fun ones, not only were just like some of the throwdowns we've seen this season, but probably De'Aaron Fox when he had that game winner in Orlando, I was like, is that the start of us going, okay, De'Aaron, you can you can rely Dude, on De'Aaron. That was a badass shot. It was. It was. And I know that and that was early enough in the season to just feel like, this is that guy. He's got that. That was something fun. Someone in the chat had a good one. How about dropping one hundred and fifty three on the Nets, and then Fox is thirty six against the Mavs. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but like literally, 
Yeah. Fox's game the other night was one of the most fun Kings games I think I've experienced in the last five years. Oh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think you could, I'm not trying to be a prisoner of the moment, but going, you can go back to the, there were some really fun games in the 18, 19 season yeah. when we thought they were going to be dog shit and they won 39 games. It was fun. It was exciting. Fox was a part of it. Bogey all, you know, but like this, that was special. Um, so I, th- I think that that's up there too for me. Yeah, we can, we can put that in that category and, um, that, the herder three against the Jazz is pretty epic too. Remember that when they was so loud at the game, he hit the big three against the Jazz. I don't even remember it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that was a crazy moment, so guys. So crazy, you guys. Yeah, very crazy. So crazy. <laughs> we're going to Nick. Uh, we're trying to catch him. He looked like he was falling asleep. He was falling asleep. I think, you know, I kind of think he was faking it. Were you faking sleeping? Yeah, how you yeah, gonna do he's, the most? He's lying to our you're face. You're a snake. What? What? Do you, ha- happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Morgan. Happy Valentine's Day, Nick. You do anything special? You know, I do want to say that I was at the school district volunteering today at the at the at North Country Elementary School. I was volunteering there at the school district with the kids today. Oh, well, good job, man! I'm proud so of you. Cool. I'm proud. Yeah, of Yeah. So, hey. Do Samo, do Samo. They tell you what you need to know. Yes, Nick. They that's tell you awesome. what you need to know. Yes, they so, do. So, no being tonight, but you know, I'm excited for the All Star weekend. But the 23rd, Kings against Portland, and the same night we have Stockton that night. Hold that you, thought. You, We're looking so at the calendar. Here, you hold on, Nick. Do we? So, here's what's going to it's the same time as the Sacramento Kings start. To, that yeah, we're at seven. Stockton's at seven. Are you yeah, okay? Yeah, no, that's 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 a conflict, Nick. Well, we're gonna have to address that. Uh, that means we're probably gonna have to do um, a really late night chat that night. Oh uh, yeah, you're because because the Kings started yes. seven. You, Why are you trying to make us upset right now, Nick? All right, we want to be happy that, tonight. Yes, and, and I'm excited for the All-Star. You going to be watching the All-Star weekend? Of course, Nick. Why wouldn't? Why not be, watch it, right? <laughs> yeah, why not? And I'll be watching the game. I'll be watching other NBA games tomorrow. Why not watch the games? Why That's not true. Watch it's crazy games. that there are so many more games. It's not the official All-Star break. There's a games tomorrow and the next day. Mm-hmm. Kings got lucky. They yeah, get some they extra did. time off. Let's go. All right. Anything else, Nick? Well, I do want to say, hey, we we didn't see the beam tonight, but we do need to see the beam on the twenty third. Yeah, that's true. Give that's me true. a hell yeah! Oh, and I'm excited to see the All Star Weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You said that. Yeah. Give me a hell yeah, Nick. Give me a hell yes, and I, I do. I would like to invite you guys to my tournament on Sunday. You guys should be able to come. Remember, we, you already invited us, and we said we're not available, Nick. Okay. La Sierra, people can go watch you, right? Yes. La Sierra and Carmichael all day long. All right, sleep beams. Sleep beams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, don't, don't laugh like that again, Nick. Do not. No, no, dude, stop laughing. You laugh, you laugh one more time, I swear. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Here's Nick. Oh my god, in. he becomes more and more naked as All right, we get through. There we go. Good job. Good job. That was oh, that was Nick. I need I always need Nick in my life. That's just yes. Hey what's up, Mofo? How you doing, man? This is Trev, the old man. Oh, the old what's man. yeah, hey. old, old man Trev figuring out Discord. What a what a yeah, jam. yeah. I, I am, I am. I, I I hate that I can't like have this on my on my Bluetooth uh, while I'm on hold. It, but but that's okay. I figured it out, and I'm here. Well, well yeah. Anyway, what's up, man? Anyway, uh, first of all, shout out to Maureen Reagan. For doing all that she is doing right now in, in doing the podcast and the radio shows and the pregame shows and the halftime I'm, shows I'm, and the postgame shows. Trev, I have to stop My you. My God. I have to stop you, okay? Let's not do She is getting paid to do this. Correct. She is choosing. She, she is. Deser- she deserves zero God, credit for this. That is not easy. That oh, is not, not easy. She's talking <laughs> basketball. I, yeah, I, I, I gotta do that. I gotta I, do that. I, I like Mo that. Wendell, I'll be. She I'll, is my dog for that. I'll take it. I oh hey, All right. I appreciate that. But do you do need to know too? I promise you, like it's like it is. It's it's all jobs. It's all fun. Oh no and... no no! I, I'm sure you're getting paid, and you should be getting paid righteously. Well, Don't get me wrong. It's not. That's why I have four jobs. Um, oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and stop. Uh, I'm <laughs> All right, uh, I'll be nice. I'll be nice. No, now. no. I, I won't. I won't dip into that more. I, I, I will say, I, I, I just, I, I haven't called in so much lately because I'm a Kings Pass member, and I've been yelling so much at the goddamn games that calling in was not a great thing for me to try and do, or for me, or for your show. Like the. This team right now is so good. They are so good compared to what we thought they were going to be going into this year. We we really need to all collectively as Kings fans take a step back and just go, you know what, man? Take a night off against Phoenix tonight. Everybody rest their heels. Throw everything on ice. I don't care what any of these fools do in the All-Star break. I do not just... Come back ready to go. But Come what? Back ready to go. So you're. That's it. So if you found out Sabonis <laughs> hiked Mount Everest, you would not be a little upset. Or like that. I don't know. Like Keegan Murray decided he was going to race motorcycles. You wouldn't be upset. Not at all. Absolutely not. They can literally <laughs> do whatever <laughs> they want. Seed at the beginning of the year. We're on. Third, right? Okay, now. Malik Monk says I'm gonna. What they do right now, Malik Monk? Not. You don't care if he goes and just like you know that when they jump out of a building, this flying squirrels. Mm-hmm. You're cool if he does that. Compared to things he's done in the past, I'm okay with okay. that actually. Oh my god! All right, Trev. Well, I appreciate you so, checking in. All right, man. I I love you guys, yeah. and I will dip out quickly. <laughs> But I will promise you, I'm going to call in as old man Trev yes. into your show on 11:40 and not curse. All right. Oh, so I love it. That. Thanks, old man. Thanks. Right. Yeah, appreciate you. Bye, Trev. Oh, dude, he's so sweet. Good guy. Old yeah. man Trev. Also, no, you don't get to a point where you go. Yeah, you can just play. Hey, put your feet up. You can lose to the Suns tonight. We can't have that attitude. You want to win them all. It's all right. It's not like it was a must-win tonight, but. 
Uh, also, let's take a step back real fast. Okay. Talking about the Suns. Okay. Are you more convinced now that they could come out of the West after seeing what they did tonight without KD? Sure, but I was. I mean, I was already. I was already convinced. I think. I think sometimes we look at these big threes and these big names, and we go, "All oh, of it's going to work." Blah, blah blah. I think when it comes to Kevin Durant, where it's so unique, it's not like he's going from team to team because there's so much drama with him and there's so many awful things with his game and his game's digressing it later in his career in his 30s no he's still someone that instantly makes you a contending team and i think if you look at a lot of these situations i think some people are going to challenge me on too with like brooklyn they're gonna be like oh but he was asking for a trade sure but we also don't know what was going on behind the scenes then you look at everything that happened with golden state sure but at the same time like he was just ready for a new challenge a new adventure too even if there was other rumors going on okc same kind of thing and i think um now with this crew on the suns yeah it's it's a contender. I mean, I know some people question their depth. Getting Terrence Ross, I think, is pretty significant in the buyout market. It looked like he was going to go to Dallas, but he's going to Phoenix now. Damian Lee coming off their bench is fifth in three-point shooting yeah. this year. TJ Warren. That's the other one. I know he's coming off being out of the league for two years because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. I think he can help you off your bench. He had some toughness. You, you don't have That's the expectations it. of what he used to be when he averaged like 18 a game or when he was in the bubble, when he absolutely killed it. Like, no, but he could be a vet off your bench. You know, Tory Craig is just a vet that knows how to play. He's been on playoff teams. He's been on deep playoff runs. A Kogi had a game tonight. I think really the key too is, is DeAndre Ayton playing at this level. I'm not saying 25 points a game, but I'm talking about he's hitting the mid-range shot. He's got the short roll going. He's finishing inside. He's playing engaged defensively. Yeah, they're going to be troublesome. And I think part of the things we're doing right now with Phoenix is we're forgetting what they were last year because of how their season ended. Yeah. <laughs> their season ended in embarrassing fashion. Yeah. You know, you had DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams getting to it. Bad vibes. 100%. Completely agree. They got their asses kicked, lost by like what forty or fifty on their home floor. It was, it was just embarrassing. embarrassing. And a game yeah. seven to go to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Year before that, they lose to the Bucks in the NBA finals. But they won sixty plus games. And this year, Booker just missed twenty one games. Mm-hmm. They're thirty two and twenty seven after tonight. Yeah, they're right there for the number three seed Especially, with all the things that just happened. It. And you add KD to the fold now. Is KD going to be ready to go post All-Star break to get some games in? Because I think it's important for him to, to, to at Build least that play. chemistry, get that back in shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, man, I mean, I think they have enough depth. They do. Well, Deuce, you even look at someone like TJ Warren, and obviously Jay Crowder wasn't playing with them this yeah. year because of all that weird drama that was going on, too, if you want to put that on yeah. part of your, you know, factoring in all those angles. But um, TJ Warren adds that toughness yes right like campaign's gonna come back at some point right uh, i I know he hasn't as good this year yeah but um but still i i i think this this son's roster is still scary and anytime we talk about chris paul taking a step back um because he has he has this year um 
he's aged and he's taken a step back, but then he has big games still. And can he have those big games and produce later on in the season, in a postseason, when it matters most and when they need to win a championship? The biggest thing with him is health. Like CP3, it seems mm -hmm. like every playoffs, like all of a sudden he's got something that creeps up that impacts him. But last KD. year he fought through it though. Yeah, but I mean, okay, but he they got had, bounced yeah. out in yeah. a game seven, you know, so... I mean, it's just when you have Booker, Chris Paul's decision-making, and Kevin Durant's ability, like, it's just, you have so much skill out there. Yeah. And then the size with Aiden, they're long. Durant's long. Durant's a stud. It's going to be really scary for the Western Conference. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how it unfolds. I'm with you. I'm, I'm excited to see it. And because the team that we root for and that we cover is in the mix of things as a competitive team. You saw it there tonight, even not playing their best game um obviously so much stuff to still figure out but hey they're growing and growing they did not play their best game tonight and we did not have our best podcast tonight but we promise we'll bounce back hey what i mean i don't think like i said it was it's you're not gonna win them all but also like you got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself to perform the best. And that's yeah, something that yes. you and i really have to focus on going forward even if we have to make adjustments We'll get there. Facts. We'll get there. Facts. And my, my brain is just... Are you, you okay? Know. Yeah. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. What? What? Do you want... What? Do you have a follow-up question? Um. Do, do you need help? No. I just... I don't feel like we... Not even we... I'm just not myself. I'm just not as sharp. I'm not as entertaining. I am, you know, it's when you spread yourself a little thin, yeah. you have to really do some soul searching. Yeah. And we're doing some soul searching right now. Yep. We knew we were chewing off a lot when we decided to add a daily show to this insane schedule. Mm -hmm. And we are, we this, this is not going away ever. ever. We're just not. And so it's just, it's been a lot. And I'm trying to figure out how to balance it the right way. Because when we do something, we go balls to the wall, we're max effort. It's like, it's a lot. And so I'm trying to, my, I love that we're just being super transparent. Guy. I'm, this is what we do. I'm sorry. We're not talking Kings at the moment, but this is what, if you know us, this is what we do anyway. Truly. Like I felt like I had a good post game show. So then I was like riding off this high, like, yeah, it, feel, it always feels good when you, when you get to be creative and, and excel at something that you are so passionate about. Right. Okay. I what? What? Morgan. Ellis, what? Deuce needs the break. He's not seasoned like Mo. Get some rest. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You, you, son of you a bitch. cut me off for that. Yeah, Donald says, I like chill Deuce, though. High strung Deuce can get annoying. That's very true. What is happening? I'm, I, I'm being vulnerable. People are giving you feedback. No, no, no. I am being vulnerable and letting my emotions out, and this is what I get. I'm not seasoned. I mean, I'm yeah, nice. you're you're kind of annoying when you're mean. I was being nice, and then yeah. he cut me off okay. to talk about the insults. Yeah, take care of your mentals. Take care of your mentals, <laughs> man. Yeah, I will. I will. Anything else? Yeah, I think it's really, really important to feel fulfilled after every single thing that we do and that is something 
I feel fulfilled doing this tonight, but I'm oh, going to walk away not feeling good about tonight. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I felt good after the post game show. I feel good right now. And those are the times I felt good today. I mean, besides that, I haven't really felt great. So, you know. Let's let's end with some, like one like positive thing right now. Yeah. Um I would say the <laughs> one of the positive things right now would be that um I'm I think it's really cool experiencing what you are capable of doing and what your boundaries are. You know like athletes they push themselves physically like one more sprint uh, and then they throw up everywhere and it's like, okay, I really shouldn't have done that. Or like one more, whatever. And they shouldn't have done that. Like you figure it out. Right. And I think right now we're pushing ourselves to those limits to figure out what, what you can and cannot do as a human being from a creative standpoint, from brain power standpoint, from a mental standpoint. And that to me is fun because I love challenges, but when challenges come, I never allow a challenge to dictate the rest of my life. And I think it's really important to um, take a mental breather and be like, where can I set my boundaries right. and alter things? So <laughs> puke and rally. <laughs> oh, my God. What Name one positive thing right now. You have to. The only... The one thing I'm really grateful for at yeah. this point, positive, is that this Kings team is good this year. Because if they weren't and we were doing all this, I don't know. Oh, that would... It would not be it good. It would not be it, good. It, if they were like nine game. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that would yeah. not be... Uh, Sean says, do a shorter post no. game recap. No, because night chats, is this is we love night chats and we just have to be better at it. And yeah. We will, so. No, shorter recaps aren't like, we like to chill and yeah. like uh, communicate with the community and... That's really important to us, so. And classified, yes. The answer is yes. Classified asks, have either of you farted on when air? When did you fart on air? I was not talking about me. me I farted on air? When did I fart on okay. air? Okay, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> like, you're, you're you going to so, play that game. You are you're going to so, play that game. You are so disgusting. You're going to play that game. All right. Like, we'll ask Chris Verlaud tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll ask Chris. We appreciate you guys being with us uh, for this journey. We'll be back live on our daily radio show tomorrow at 11 a.m. You can watch that on YouTube as well. Uh, thanks for being patient with us and being a part of this journey with us. We love you guys, but we gots to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your evening. We'll talk to you later. See ya! Deuce and mo, deuce and mo. Deuce and Mo, they tell you what they know. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know. Deuce and Mo. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.